I'm Vicki Merrick. The local food report's up now with Elspeth Hay, and this time, how to get a better harvest out of your garden. The other day, my friend Dave DeWitt, who's a farmer in Truro, mentioned something about growing fruits and vegetables that I hadn't really considered. We were talking about cucumbers. I've had a really productive season, and I was trying to figure out why. And he mentioned that how frequently you pick from your plants can impact how many fruits they make. So all plants have one purpose, and that's to reproduce the species. So a plant will keep producing flowers until it starts to really set seeds in its fruit. Intuitively, this makes sense. Of course, there's a step between a cucumber flower and a cucumber seed, which is the fruit we want to eat. With greens, I routinely cut the flowers off my kale and basil and arugula so that they'll keep growing new leaves. But with something like a cucumber, I'd never thought of trying to manage this cycle. Because you can't just pinch off or cut off the flowers, or you won't get anything. The key, Dave says, is to keep catching the plant after it's set fruit, but before the seeds are mature. It's a balancing act. So if you let a fruit get large, it's going to go to start to mature seeds, and it will trigger hormones and enzymes in the plant that will then stop flower production and slow down flower production and put the energy towards growing the seed and so it can reproduce. Reproduction in any species is all about timing and hormones, and plants are no different. The hormones that trigger something like a cucumber to stop flowering are kind of like the hormonal trigger that happens when a hen goes broody. She stops thinking about laying new eggs and starts sitting on the nest to try to hatch the ones she's already laid. The difference is, humans have a key role to play in the plant version of this process. We can allow it to speed up, or we can slow it down by harvesting. So if we constantly harvest before the seed really gets set, then that'll continue flowering um, because the plant just wants to reproduce, so it's going to keep throwing out more flowers. So a lot of your plants are the same way. Yeah, can you give other examples of, I'm just thinking, now I'm thinking about the whole garden, like what you look for in a tomato or a green bean or a squash or a cucumber where you're like, oh, I'm going to catch this before it triggers that, like, oh, we've done our job. Well, the squash family's important. You know, if you let the zucchinis and the summer squashes and things get too much, then they'll really slow down its production. Um, and you'll have, and you'll have a giant zucchini. <laughs> you'll have a baseball bat-sized zucchini, yeah. So um, that, that family in particular is probably one of the more important ones. Eggplant, to some degree, can do that. Um, if it really gets set and starts to produce seed, um, which is a later part of its season, then it will slow down its production for the fall. Um, tomatoes, you have to let ripen, so it is what it is. Dave says regular harvests are also important with string beans and edamame. And that beyond these hormonal triggers, there are a whole host of other reasons to harvest regularly. With many crops, regular picking also reduces the spread of disease. For instance, I've noticed that if I don't pick fruits like mulberries and strawberries at least every other day, molds and fruit flies start to show up on the overripe fruit, and then these spread disease. Talking with Dave was a good reminder That while so often we think of yield as predetermined by factors outside of us, things like the weather or the soil or the genetics of the plants we're growing, this isn't the whole story. Gardening is an interaction between species, a relationship that's evolved over millennia to include us. And often, we're shaping the process more than we think. For CAI's Local Food Report, I'm Elspeth Hay.
You can find a link to that particularly prolific cucumber variety Elspeth grew this summer, which, by the way, was called Suyo Long. And you'll find a link to our free podcast all on our website at capeandislands.org. The Local Food Report is edited by me, Vicki Merrick, and produced by Atlantic Public Media in Woods Hole. Thanks for listening.